0: The institution is called Tiflo Psychiatric Center, and I've never asked why. It feels fraudulent and silly, and sometimes even comical. But I'm not any different from anyone else here. The clinicians are supposed to instill hope. We're supposed to take our talents and patience and hard-earned degrees and apply our education to the betterment of others. We pride ourselves on having it all together. We fancy ourselves the shepherds. We are told that this is noble and upstanding work and a benefit to society. But it's all a pile of shit. We're no different from them. There's no line in the sand. In the end, we don't have canyons that divide us. We barely have a fissure. I have a key and an office, and they don't. I came here to save them. They can't save me. But sometimes, the lines get blurred. People say, if you can't do, teach. Well, if you can't save yourself, save someone else. October 19th, eleven twelve a.m. There is a new patient starting this week. No one wants to work with him. His file is nearly empty, and the rumors churning among the staff have been filling in the blanks with horror stories and nonsense. He murdered his last counselor. He refuses to do paperwork. He'll be a nightmare patient. Even I don't want to work with him, and I'm the one who takes all the patience no one wants. No one really knows what he's all about, what's true, what's a rumor. He has one of those charts where nothing is clear. He obviously hadn't answered the questions during the psychosocial evaluations. Most of what was written was garnered from his physical appearance and intake materials. He was definitely in prison. Those records are clear. For 20-some years, although somehow the charges aren't written in his file. Then halfway houses for years after prison. And now he's mandated to treatment as a condition of his probation. We take so much of our power for granted. It only really exists because our patients aren't aware of their ability to fight against it. And then this guy comes in and starts unsettling everything. I guess I respect him, in a way. I had been napping in my office, hoping that something would change, and I guess this guy may be the one to change it. October 19th, one fifteen p.m. Okay, guys, what does hereditary mean? I'm running a group counseling session. This is a psychoeducational group, so I'm supposed to be helping my patients understand their diagnoses, So often, psychiatrists will tell a patient that he or she has something, and then never explain in plain English what that means. It means it runs in your family, right? This is Tishandra. she had 11 children. Every single one of them has been removed from her custody by social services. She isn't sure of the whereabouts of most of them, and she believes that two of them are dead, but isn't positive. This is her reality. That's exactly right. It means there is a genetic component. So, which mental illnesses have a genetic component? I'm up on top of the desk where I usually sit. Cancer. My mom had breast cancer and I had to go get checked for it because she had it, but I didn't have it. Lucy. That's right. Cancer has a big genetic component to it, so it's important to get checked out if someone in your family has it. But what about mental illnesses? What about the kinds of things we treat here? All of them, right? I know that if your parents or your brother is addicted to drugs, that you will probably get addicted to drugs too. And people here are getting treated for that. You treat drug addicts here. And sometimes if your family is depressed, you could get depressed too. Tashandra. Yeah, that's a big one, I say, wagging my finger in her direction. Depression has a genetic component. So does schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and many of the other problems we treat here. So you're fucked, huh? If your mom.